sometimes you just have to push the unmute button. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And we are so excited to be here. Happy Monday. Yes. Metal Monday. Metal Monday. We did our Mountains to Beach Marathon yesterday and it was so much fun. And today we figured out all the trouble we've been having with our microphones. Is oh my that gosh. They've been muted. <laughs> yep. It was that simple. We were on mute. Yeah. <laughs> and we figured out actually how to record two different tracks for our voices, which is really exciting. So we might be able to, when we get the microphones closer to us on stands, um, adjust volume so that we both match a little bit because sometimes I talk a lot louder. <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, yeah, we're learning how to do this. 26 episodes in. We're figuring it out. Yeah. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but maybe you can. <laughs> well, it's like experience matters. Yes, Experience, absolutely. if anything, practice and matters. Experience matters in the marathon so much. Oh and gosh. thank God we had all the experience that we had yesterday because as I've been saying over and over and over during the podcast, we were trained so well for a half marathon. We were probably actually pretty well trained for about 18 miles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And... Let me tell you, the wheels didn't completely fall no. off, but we had to dial we it were, back. We were humbled knowing that like our aggressive goal was not going to happen due to our training and just yes. where we were, but we were able to like dial it back and be very, very strong at the end with our plan B. Really. Right. We, yeah, yeah, it was still plan B. We basically took control of what was happening at that moment and and made, you know, and so we did not fall apart no, at all, no, we which made, was amazing. We made an amazing executive decision to kind of like scale back, go to 3030s, but still kind of push through them. It was so good. Like, and it was so much fun. We, we ran together and had a great time. So we'll talk all about that today. Yes, that was our big goal. We've got so many plans to talk, so many things to talk about, but yeah. Always. <laughs> there's, but the big recap will be, yeah, mountains to Mountains beach. to beach. And just remembering when you are going into a race, your goals need to be in line with what you've done as far as your fitness predicts, what you've done um, in your training recently, and not just what you want, because our wants are not always in line with our fitness. And I think that that's really, really hard to wrap your head, yes. wrap your head around, right? And I truly think that we peaked like two or three weeks ago <laughs> with our mega so, progression yeah. run. Yeah, and I think it, we also, as we've talked about many times on this in this season, we did not take our, we did not do the prescribed workouts and no. the prescribed long runs that we were supposed to do. We I made even that think choice. Had we done the long runs without the workouts, yesterday would have been a lot better. Yeah. We wouldn't have. The problem is we we literally had body shutdown things happening, little cramps, my stomach was revolting, all these things that training kind of helps you get over. Yes. We if, didn't have the ability to do those things. We have the we have some longer term experience with marathoning, but throughout this cycle, we didn't give ourselves the experience of yes. the four plus five hour runs. We right. cut and, them short. And we knew how to save yesterday. We knew how to save the race and keep keep it a fun, positive experience without having to walk it completely in mm-hmm. due to really having those 30-30s to rely on. And even though we've done our 30-30 long runs at like the 11-30 pace, we were able to keep them in the low nines, high tens because right. we were like, this is race, we can still push here. And we probably kept that pace, that running pace, very similar to what we were doing with the much longer interval. Yes, our foot speed. That was yeah. the one thing that really, like, 
showed, it didn't slow down. Yeah, and it really like showed that I we are yes we're different runners than we were, you know we're not the fittest we were four years ago. No. We're not we're different runners than we were, but we actually are in these like foot speed short short intervals. We are stronger than yeah for me stronger than ever. I've never run such short intervals. It's such a fast pace. Yeah. So I feel like we're really growing and gaining in these different ways. And it just leads up for like, you know, more gains to come. We also came to the conclusion that um, we're not going to sign up for the same race if we're not going to run together. Yeah. Because it was so much fun to run together. So we're going to, whoever's in the lowest common denominator, we'll just run with that person. And like whether, when it's me coming back from a baby, Naomi will just run easier with me and help me through the end. And, you know, hopefully I'll get back to some like great fitness and she'll be pulling me along in half marathons and I'll be pulling her along in marathons. So, yeah. Which is, which is going to be so much more fun because that means when we qualify for Boston, we'll be doing it together. <laughs> Together. And that was what was... The, Even if it's when we're 60. <laughs> yeah. And that was... What, exactly. That was what was so great yesterday for me. Like, well, and actually being able to start was so great. So yeah. on... Oh, I've yeah. had... So ever since our big workout three weeks ago, I've had really bad quad pain and adductor pain. And um, then on Saturday, we had awesome Dr. Mike here at Sherry's house. And he yeah. was... He's willing to do some trigger point. And I... We had done a shakeout and my... Doctor was and quad was so painful. I was like, I don't know that I'll be able to run tomorrow. And so I was like, yeah. ready to take. I took the chance of letting him do trigger point the day before the marathon, knowing that it could be, it could go either way. Yeah. And then I was in so much pain that night, <laughs> and I could not move my leg. I could not lift my knee. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. I took in a leave. Went like slept like an hour. We got oh my up forty five. We got up. We got up for the race, and we checked like, what should we do today on our watches? My watch said recovery sixteen minutes. Go for a sixteen minute run because we yes. walked so much the day before. We too. walked. Yeah, we had over twenty thousand steps on Saturday. We did. So remember that those like tapered tips that we gave you? <laughs> we literally did all of the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, but it was great. You know, this wasn't about reaching for a PR. No. This wasn't about like our our goal race. This was just about like coming together and having fun and and that's what we and, did mission accomplished yeah and so we so yeah so we I asked Dr. Liz how much more uh, leave can I take because I just didn't even know I can get to the start line I took I literally took two more leave we but the greatest thing was that like this race was all about us running it together yeah and so we did and that was so amazing and so, so much I was fun. so happy and that we could do it so do this, it together. this race was not just all Naomi and her leg this was like I also had some of the worst GI upset that I've had in a yes. race in a while um but it wasn't like so usually when I get GI upset it's more like the squirts this was just literally every time I ate fuel it wouldn't I come out. I actually had to, like, big poop. <laughs> I was like, what is it? And, like, not diarrhea. Usually it's, like, diarrhea. Right, during a ride. And, like, like, it's the tummy, so, like, getting rumbly. But, so no, it's like you had, had to go. had, like, two. And then I had to, I also had to pee, like, because I, I was really well hydrated, apparently. And so I think that was also with training. Like, I just didn't gut train properly for this race using Martins, using full Martins, because we had done so much honey stingers. And then I ran out of fuel, and I was, like, just using whatever I had. Like Right. So we didn't do, yeah, yeah we didn't do the proper gut training throughout the cycle. But it, it was fine. So we had, at mile 11, I finally was like, I've got to find a porta potty We had an 11-minute, 11 11, mile 11. We literally had two minutes of stop time yeah. in and that then, mile. And then we finished the halfway point. At 201, like and a half, 201.25. And I was like, uh oh, we really should have been 204 at the half. I think that had we been 204 at the half, we would have had a much stronger back half. But it was just, 
we were just in the zone. We switched to we had actually taken it out very we very took it out very conservative for the first with 30 miles. 30s, which is like something I would have never done before. 30 30s in a marathon, like I would, I'd be like, well, now I'm just gonna the whole thing's gonna be at 11 minute pace. How am I gonna? Oh, but we were like 930. But we were 930. Yeah, 930 938. So. And then and then we switched to 60 30s, but we were doing them still with a 30 30 interval, so we would just do run throughs down the hills and it right. was great and it felt awesome but we had some low eights in there yes because the course is so much so so fast, fast in the first half with with those downs and then we were like all right let's switch to 40 20s which i th- i still think was the right decision but the the 20 second walks just didn't feel like an, enough once we got to mile 18 yes and i mean i don't regret going to 30 30s um but I do kind of wonder, what if we had done 45 30s instead? Yes. But I wanted the 30 30s in case we chose to do run-throughs, but then we didn't. And so, anyway, it was fine. It was great. Like, it was. So, I, I don't regret anything, and it's no. new PR for using such short, short intervals. intervals. Like, it's our short interval the, PR. The longest we ran was 60 seconds, and I have to go back and look. We didn't have that many 60-second run-throughs. No. So even in those eight-something miles... We still, so we had some miles that were 840 or 856. They were only, there were only like maybe three, two to three that were a minute. Yeah. And the rest of the run, the rest of them were still 30 30s yeah. because we we're using the run through. Um, yeah. So we really would only do like a minute or, or three minutes maybe during that. You but know, it mile. was so much fun. We had a blast and I'm really like, I definitely want to come back and run it again. Yes. To come and stay with Sherry is always so amazing. The whole weekend has been so much fun. Yes. Um, and, yeah, the marathon, though, is definitely a distance that you have to respect. And yesterday, while it was still, like, you know, fast field went fast, um, our friend Ash went out there and did a 314, and her PR is a 313. Yesterday was a very humid, hot yes. day. So, like, that is equivalent to, I would say she's probably in way, in PR shape. And so she's going to crush her half Ironman in three weeks. Yes. And then, um, you know, uh, Aaron, who came with us, got a massive PR. 33 minutes. 33 minute PR. Yeah, it was and incredible. And this was her fourth marathon, but it was yeah. only a third live marathon because one was virtual. Yeah, first time under five hours. She did so great. She did so and great. Coolest, she negative split. Yeah, the coolest thing is her negative split. She started at 11.50 per mile pace. And as her... As she went on, she dropped it all the way down to an average of, of 11 flat. I would love to go on Strava and see what her mile splits are. Yeah. Actually. Um, and then Sarah did that. really, really, really well. But she, I think, and I think she understands this now, and it was really difficult. I think she thought, I think she made her goals based on what she wants versus where her training really was. And so she was very aggressive, which sometimes you just have to do that. Um but she was also lonely, and we kept trying to kind of encourage her to run with Erin because we thought it would be fun for her, and then she could break away at any time. Um, because right at the time where, I think had they run together, right at the time yeah. where Sarah would have been started feeling lonely yesterday would have been the time she could have broken away. Right, if she had done the first half so. together, you know, it at Erin's pace. Oh, she didn't publish it yet. 
Oh, we'll have to go, we'll have you know, Erin's staying with it. us. We're going to have to yeah. go tell her. Um, so, yeah, I just looked at, just out of curiosity, that the humidity at the start was 92%. Yeah, it was very, very it humid. It was real humid. It was humid all day, too. It was humid. Well, that was from 6 to noon, so it was, hum- it was 92% humidity. Yeah. Um, so. so it was a really humid, and it was in the six, low 60s, and so it, you know, I feel like we performed so well for yeah, the weather. for the like, conditions. Just and for our training. Like, I still think, like... And for our fitness, yeah. For, for our training... Had we done 23, we did 23. Had we done 26 and 29, mm-hmm. I think we would have been much better off mm-hmm. than had we, like, we kind of did our, instead of 29, we did fast 21 with five mile walk, and then we didn't do another 20. Even had we done another 20 on the 8th, even if it hadn't been fast, I think yeah. we would have been in a better position. Because yeah. I'm not saying the wheels fall off, because the wheels did never fall off. We just realized our fitness, we realized we needed to, in order to finish strong, we had to pivot our goal, which I think that's very different from hitting the wall. We prevented the wall by pivoting. And I think that's, I think that's an important lesson to learn and to really understand. And I think that only comes with marathon experience um, because we have run marathons where you know, kind of the wheels have fallen off. Right, where you go out too hard and you really die really hard then at the end of it. Yeah, so what we, um, you know, what we did was, yeah, well, this season, we did not think we could go sub four. Um, oh, throughout no, the se- I thought we were going to do, like, 420. Yeah, so throughout most of the season, because even when we went and did our, like, we did a 10-minute or a 10-mile with, uh, you know, go for a nine-flat pace. And then again with um, at Jeff's at race, Jeff's race we, yeah. I was really not confident that we could go sub two there at all. Sub two. And then literally just, you know, not that many weeks later, we were like, maybe we could go sub four. So it was only a glimmer of like, maybe we can do it. And had we, had we done. Had um, we completed training, so really, the training, we, we would yeah. have, I think. Yeah. And so yeah. for, so anything from four to four ten was like going to be, basically that was the A game. A, yeah. A yeah. goal until like we had that like little yeah, shot super, in the dark. So possible. the super stretch was really like sub yeah. four. Yeah. And then really we were thinking like between four oh four and four ten, like yeah. at Sub 410 was really like... What our watches were telling us we could do. And sub 410, like, I knew that that was something I would be really proud of. Mm -hmm. And even though we also said, like, okay, let's beat, like, uh, let's beat Naomi's New York. So sub 445. Anything. And then I was like, well, let's beat my Boston, sub 330. And then I started... 430. And then I started to think, okay, let's... Like, go sub 420. And then it was yeah. like, really, we should be. And we were perfect. We were. And what's really cool is we started because we started behind the 410 pacer. And then we finished just a little bit behind them again. Like, we were, like, really right on that 410 pace, even though we had those faster middle miles. And like, bathroom breaks. And, ba- That's and bathroom the big breaks. Difference. And including that bathroom break, we had in the middle of the race, we had a 159 half, um, half marathon, including the stop. So, like... That half marathon really was 157. Yeah. And what I did yesterday when we were standing there, um, so the first port party, I didn't have to go. So I grabbed um, water and bottle. filled up both of our water bottles and stood there. And some in some other race, I probably would have been super stressed. Yeah. I probably would have been freaking out about standing yeah. still for two minutes because it's like, oh my God, we're losing time, we're losing time. And I literally was like, I was so happy because I was like, this is going to show that we can still perform really well with like a long stop. If, if yeah. you have to stop, it's okay. Bathroom stops are part of it. You if have it, nothing but time. If it happens, like that's not going to throw your day off. It's not going to ruin your race. But you know what will throw your day off? 
poop in your underwear. <laughs> Don't want that. It will. Don't want that. Yeah. So, so use the porta potty, make the stop, and then it also just lets you know, like, okay, next time, even if I have to stop, I'll, I'm going to be a faster runner at that point. I'm so. going to feel better. And, like, yeah. that was, yeah. So I we was, had a second porta yeah. stop, too. The second one was about like, a minute because we ended up with our moving time on Shava's is 4.07. Well, did I so, tell you why it was so long, the first porta stop? So yes, the seat was, was nasty. up. So the seat was up, and I pulled the seat down, and there was, like, poop on the seat. So I had to, like, Ugh. clean the poop so off disgusting. the seat before I could right. go. Well, when we went to the next one and I used the next one, there was, the seat was all wet I assume it was pee it could have been um sweat I don't know I wiped it off before yeah, I sat on of it course. but like yeah so like you know I use the hand sanitizer to wipe well yeah because if it's yeah. oh god but yeah so I mean it just goes to show that like you know there you have nothing but time don't get wrapped up in start start as slow as you conservative, know start, just start very conservative yeah and have fun because you can you know I think we've said it before yeah. if you're in shape for let's say you're in shape for a sub four marathon, like just sub four, that means you can run an eight flat somewhere like yeah. by itself, like in a probably in a 5k, mm-hmm. right? So yep. if you're super conservative at the beginning and sub four is 909 is four hours, so 908, right? If you are have a couple of 950s or even 10 minute miles in there, you can shave that off later on in the race by, you know, mile 22 can be an 845 and mile 23 can be an 845 and you can just speed up. And, and Aaron's proof of that, like, I cannot wait to like, look at her splits and show her how fast her back half half marathon was, because now she's got a, a half marathon PR to beat, which is going to be faster than probably faster than she's ever run a half marathon. Before. Yeah. She does. She, what she lacks is the, she's underconfident in her abilities. Absolutely. Some of us are a bit overconfident and cocky about like, well, I, I think I can do this. Because <laughs> Some of, of us. Because, this one well, right here. me, because like my training on a half or shorter, like, oh, I'm so fast in that. I should be able to easily, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, stretch that out. Mm, not always the case. And like also, I've fallen apart way harder than we did yesterday. Also exciting from this weekend is we designed so many cute shirts and we cannot wait to do a pre-order for them. And then we're going to do, hopefully we won't have any deaths in the family and we're going to do turnarounds a little faster, but right. we're really excited to get these pre-ordered shirts out. Um, we'll uh, have them up on the website and you can Order yeah. them if you'd like one. And if you're watching on YouTube, we've yeah. got a couple of like summer designs right now. On. So, so this, this is the Run Galloway Girls Race Team shirt that I'm wearing, and it's going. This is the Mountains to Beach logo, logo, but it will. It's going to have um, a design with a cityscape for a bunch of different cities, so that whatever race you're going to. Um, and then we'll also have a generic one, and then yeah. Naomi has on Run Walk Podcast Repeat, and we are selling it with Run Walk Play Repeat. And play, like press play, press but also play, play. Go play outside. Play, yeah. Maybe you do sports. Maybe you have kids. You play. Play is just such yeah. a fun word. And then we will have it where you can choose a word. Yeah. Um, and we can do custom orders for that, too. And we'll probably do some, like, yeah, run, walk, ride, repeat, and yeah. some other ones that, like, fit our lifestyle. Yeah, so it's um, super fun. Yeah, and the other thing that was awesome was, speaking of our outfits, was, was our outfits. So yesterday we... Oh, our outfits were so We got cute. so many... So again, like, we always, you know, want to promo Sparkle Athletic because... Not 
not because we're um, affiliated, but we are sponsored. We just love them. Because they, it's the best. If you wear a sparkle skirt, you're going to get all the cheers. All the cheers. Everybody cap-tailing out. Twins, it's twins. the twins. Yeah, it's the twins. And we had our unicorn skirts. Yeah. And our super cute um, Lululemon tops and our tall socks. And yeah. Our twin braids, and we were. It was like, so much fun, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh, it's the twins!" And are you it was, twins? It was so cute. And then, um, actually, for Sparkle Athletic, opening in June is the Sparkle Squad, and yeah. the Sparkle Squad is the most fun and most active running group that we've been a part of, really. Yes. Other than Moms Run This Town, yeah, it's um, an awesome Facebook group. It's the most supportive, oh, so welcoming, yes. and like whatever you're doing, like running you know, doing your sports or whether you're just like supportive in life, it's the it's the most wonderful group of oh, women. And we love cheering it. each other on. We love it. It's so much fun. And the outfits are so cute and they let us like vote on new patterns of skirts, which is really fun. And they do put together like, oh, we're all going to do this race. Yes. Oh, if you're in this area, come do this. And if you're and, part of the squad and you're doing Disney, you can work the sparkle booth for 25 sparkle bucks an hour, yeah. which is, like, awesome because then it's, like, a skirt an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. So, so fun. So, yeah, like, make it fun. Make I mean, this is what we're here for. We're here for we're yeah. doing this because it's fun. Um, it, you know, we're not doing it to, to suffer, although, like Ash said, it's a little bit of – we're doing it for a little bit of pain. We're pushing yeah. our limits. Yeah, but, but that's that's also fun. Like Right, to see what you're capable of. Yeah. And you're capable of, like Jeff said, you're capable of so much more than you think. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. We also had a little Q&A with Jeff on, on Friday. Friday, and that was really fun and really amazing, and we need to... Um, we've reached out to Weston, and so we're going to have Weston on the podcast. Um, we're hopefully also going to have his wife, Carissa, on yep, to talk got, about nutrition. We're going to have then, Chris Twiggs as well. And then we're going to have Chris Twiggs. Too. And then we are going to have our friend Tani, who is in school for registered dietitian. She's also agreed to come on. Yes. And then we'll have Sherry, who we're staying with. She's going to come on at some point. So we've got it, a bunch of guests. Yeah, yeah guests we have a bunch of up. guests lined up, lined up, which I think will be really fun to hear from other people's experience. But we're still going to keep it freeform like yes. this. <laughs> I know. It's not going to so. be just canned questions, but it's going to be like a conversation. So with Mountain Speech, do you think that this is, even with it being a relatively small race, do you do you think that this is one that you would recommend to other people? Oh, yes. Oh. So I definitely yeah. recommend it as a destination race. Same. So like, I mean, yes, we have the perk of that we're staying with Sherry, but if we weren't, if we were just staying up in Ojai or down in Ventura or somewhere in this beautiful area of California, yeah. it's just, it's such a scenic area. And so the race has a lot of really scenic parts of it. And it's so cool. The point to point is so fun. It is. Because, so, yeah. Point to point is my favorite way to run. I love it. The course is actually, it, it is a challenging course because yeah. while it does have a lot of down, it's got a lot of up. It has, yes, and it has about 1,200 or 1,300 um, total down, but 550 up. So yeah. the, net, the net is still 700 down, but it's there are plenty of ups. You feel that gain. But it's also, even with it being a relatively small course for how small, I mean, small race, small field. for how small the field is, the percentage of cheering is actually yeah. really high. Think about how small Reston is and how few. And there's no people out. There's no cheering. But, Whereas, like, we saw people, we saw the same people over and over. Yeah. But, like, we saw people cheering the whole time, and it was so awesome. And what was the best part is we stayed through six-hour finishers, and 
everybody there was still cheering on all the six-hour yeah. finishers, six-plus-hour finishers. Like, it was just so yeah. inviting and, and welcoming. Six and was the official cutoff, but they were still, like, you know, people were still coming through, of course, getting yeah. their medals. Like, you you know, so if, if they didn't make the cutoff. And so that was amazing. And, yeah, we um, And the gear the is town, cute. The yes, other the thing sh- about Mountain shirts Beach are so cute. is they have really cute gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, real, it's, like, reasonably priced, too. It's not yeah. super expensive. And it doesn't have year all over it, which I really like because it means yeah, that you can wear um, multiple. Well, it also means if you see something one year and you come back, they might have it again the next yeah. year, which I like. So. Yeah, and it's and it takes you through like so you know some races are city, some races are country, whatever. This takes you through a lot of like first you start with Ohio, so you've got town, and then you do a lot of it's like country roads and the mm-hmm. bike path, and so we are running past all these farms with llamas, yeah. goats. Um, peacocks. The dog count was pretty low, but the goat count the goat was count so was high. high. Very high goat count. A lot of sheep, horses. Um, oh, yeah. So that was so cool. And, like, people who, you know, coming out of their house and standing on the side of the of the roads and cheering and, like, offering up snacks. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And then you – so then you get, you know, you get the tour of Ojai, and then you get the downhill, and then you get the tour of Ventura. So you run through Ventura, which is so cool. And they've – with the pandemic, they've shut down the streets because of the pandemic. Oh, so yeah. And now it's a pedestrian – it's all, like, a pedestrian town, so you can walk through. And so that whole area – was really cool because you see all yeah. the shops. And um, one of the other things is like, so I really liked running it the time before because it's it's also like if you're in BQ shape, it's like a very, very BQ-friendly race. Like they have like a big gong that you get to hit if it's you go Mountain so cool. Speech to Boston. And so like if you're fast, there's that for you. But if you're slower, there's also so much like friendliness and like Welcoming. welcomeness. Like even even though a lot of people like do come to BQ because a lot of people come and do the half at a slow pace and so i think that's why it's so friendly for for no matter where you fall in the yeah. spectrum of runners because they start the ha- the half has a very very long cutoff time as well which is really nice a lot of halves have a 3 hour cutoff mm-hmm. And you know, for some people, a three-hour cutoff is a is a stretch for a half, mm-hmm. especially in their when they're just starting their journey or if they're a walker mm-hmm. um, only. So having just like Jeff's race, having that four or five-hour cutoff yeah. because it's inclusive. It does, it's so inclusive, and so, the half which starts is really nice. like halfway down. Sometime I would do the half for sure. The half starts yeah. like halfway down the full, and the people who did the half yesterday, the friends with us, Sarah's husband Ryan, they really really loved the half. So I think it's a great option for the for bringing your like. Oh, and Ash's brother. Yeah. So you bring, you know, so you're here to do the marathon, but you bring your brother or your husband to come do yeah. the half if he does, if he's not in marathon shape. So it's a great way to like have multiple people um, together. And then. Well, it makes me really want to be in better shape for the full the next time for, because people said that the half was so great. I'm like, I want to experience the great half at the end of my fall. Right. So if I, <laughs> I think if we were in better shape, although I did actually really enjoy it. Same. Um, I think if we were like in really tip top shape doing it, it would have been really great. Right. Um, because when you've I thought conserved. The, when you've, I didn't think yeah. the course was was difficult in the second half. I think it was just our training. It was because it. we were at mile 21, 22. Although yeah. 22 is when Liz starts to speed up again. Oh, I started to feel really good. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh oh, there's Marathon Liz. I had wanted, yeah, I had also wanted to do 45 30s. But then when we were doing the 30 30s, it was right at 30 seconds that my calves would do the twinge up. And I was like, 
like perfect. 30 is perfect. Yeah. So that was great. Well, and I also, so I had kept my heart rate the almost the entire race in the 170, 172, 173. And in the back half, I did start to feel really good, but I start to feel really good when my heart rate gets over. So like I feel good 172, 173, and then I feel good again at 186. And so between 175 and 186, I don't feel very good Mm -hmm. until I get over it. And so like Naomi's heart rate had gone up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel like I'm feeling good. I can't let my heart rate go up because then I'm going to be pushing and she won't be able to keep up. And that that wouldn't be fair or nice or fun for either one of us because we wanted to do it together. So it was actually really good for me to kind of stay back because, I mean, I was in my high aerobic zone. I was in that gray zone that you're not supposed to train in. Mm -hmm. I was in that zone the entire race, which is a first for me. Usually... Usually I like I'm like oh marathon Liz lives at 186 let me get there yeah and I just run a race at 186 yeah and mine I had like my body would have fall, fallen apart though had yeah. I tried that <laughs> yeah and my heart rate zones I had a third of it was in zone I had like none in zone one or two I think because it was 92 percent humidity so and 62 humid. degrees so I couldn't even say my low zones. So I had a third in zone three, a third in zone four, and a third in zone five. And that zone five, it was the last four to five miles where my heart rate went up to 194, which is really, really high. high for me. And, um, you know, it was kind of averaging the high 180s. I don't so even I think I went we, up into the night. Like, I, I think was, my high was lower than yours yeah. yesterday. But I I'm knew. I'm so glad that it was, like, I was able to continue with that. Because sometimes that is a pace of, that's a suicide pace, and I would just, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, or it's be because we had those recoveries. Like, sure, yeah, you get the 30, up there, 30s. but you got a little bit of recovery when we came 30 down. 30s were amazing. 30s. So, I mean, I'm, I'm actually really excited. Like, this was great. But I'm really excited now to actually do a 30, like train more. Yeah. And then specifically do a 30, 30 marathon. marathon. Yeah. And I would like to see us actually beat this time or match this time with no 60, 30s or 40, 20s. we could do it. Just with 30, 30s and just really work on our fitness to try to get a new 30, 30 marathon PM. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And the other, yeah, the other awesome thing too is like, this isn't like a big, it's not like there's, you know, it's not a Galloway race, of course. So like. You know, most people running straight, they have pace groups from from three hours up to, I don't know what, five something. But they were all running straight. But we had a lot of people asking of us about our intervals. Yeah. What are you doing? What intervals is this? And there's people talking about their experience with run walk. And like, yeah. So, and then even at the end, like the 410 pacers were like, wow, your intervals have really worked really well. Because we saw them at the beginning. We kept passing their group and leapfrogging. And then at the end, we were doing the same thing. And They were, like, we were at 4.09. I mean, they were, they must have been, because they started ahead of us and finished ahead. Like, I think that they were probably, once I learned, actually beast pacing wants them 40 seconds under their times. They actually want them 4.09.20, which I think they were right Right at or right four oh eight fifty something. Yeah, yeah they, they can drag anybody across yeah. who may have like you know sl- yeah. slowed a little bit. Yeah, but that's actually kind of a cool thing for the pacer to be slightly faster. I like that because um, I think that when you're shooting for a time, especially BQ, like you'd rather yeah. have that little buffer. bit of buffer than that perfect. And I think that's why me finishing right after, um, when I ran this in 2019, I finished right after the 335 pace group and I was uh, 334.50. And you were worried that you had, yeah, like 
gone I thought it was over. Th- yeah, 335. But they were f- well, my watch ahead. said 335.02. Right. But my official time was 334.58. Yeah. So. And I know for Galloway, they do that too. I know Chris Twiggs has like, it's like 30 seconds under or something. Yeah. He wants the Pacers to, you know, to But hit no that. more. Right. Not. Not like a minute under. Yeah. Like you got it. Yeah. Not three minutes under. Definitely not. When I, my first time I paced, I actually ran three minutes under. But we had people who started with us that, and um, the other pacer stayed with two hours with the sign. And we had some people that started with us and they were like, help me finish in, help me finish in. So that's what I did. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, oh, it was so much fun. And I'm so excited. Like, yeah. I really can't wait to like, recover and then train again like for short races this summer mm-hmm. um we've got to write our 5k plan it's gonna be so great. yeah it's it's always so com- like a confidence booster when yeah. you have a good race and then you feel like okay I want to do this again I can do this again and well so we finished and Sarah also said the same thing I feel like I could go and run again like I don't even feel trashed and like I, actually after the finish I felt like that but today I'm like oh no oh, I'm trashed I'm, I'm trashed I got up this morning I was like we whoa have, I'm wrecked we have to respect the distance of the marathon yes. so many times when you've done a training cycle and you do have a race, no matter what the results are of the race, you do think, well, I didn't quite get what I wanted, so maybe I should go try for redemption. But that is, a, that is a bad idea. It really is. And I speak from experience. Naomi speaks yep. from experience. So um, I tried that, and I ran a 401 at Marine Corps on a hot day. And I was like, I'm going to go run Richmond as revenge. And sure, I was able to do it. Richmond's the first. 13 days later. 13 days later, I go run a 406 in Richmond. And then about a week later, I could barely walk because I had a stress reaction in my foot. And then I ended up in a boot for six weeks. And then, right? And so that's not good for your body. And then Naomi came here, did Mountains to Beach, and then went and did uh, Grandma's um, four weeks four later. Weeks later. And it was a hot day, and there wasn't a better time improvement. Nope. And then, and then, <laughs> luckily, like you were like, able to like focus on getting pregnant and everything, right? But you and were take so off the burnt table. out. You were so burnt out. I was out so ready for a break because I had yeah. So I think you really have to like respect not only respect the distance going into it, which we you know did yesterday well, because we knew we were like we were like I was like I don't even know if I can do a marathon. And then respect let alone the recovery. And then respect the recovery after. That's yeah. That's like, the things. Respect it, no matter what. It was still a marathon. And so in, even if it wasn't your, you know, your best, or even if it was 10, 15, 20, 40 minutes off your goal. Yeah, it's still a marathon. Well, you still need to recover from it. And you like in hindsight, this morning we were talking about yeah. your foot and New York. Yeah, she did four forty-five in New York. She was in peak shape really in October. Um, peaked at Armington Mallow with an amazing race. Held it through. Did New York. And really, well, New York was on a cold day. On a cold day, I think you would have run, have run a great like four hundred five, four ten, four hundred five, maybe even sub four. Yeah, but. Then after New York, because it wasn't a quote fast time, no, it, it was, was just, easy. it was like a training run time. It was easy. You were like, oh, I'm just gonna keep going, but you forget that you have those three or four months of buildup and all that cumulative stress from the training cycle. It's right. not just not about just the race. race day. You have to recover from your training cycles. Yeah. So no matter what happened on race day, that training cycle deserves a down a down period. So you're in a you're in a build period, then you have to drop down and take a down period afterwards. But instead, 
You had I just Ken kept running. You, so you were, so you just. I ran two days later right with in, Ken because he's you a did streaker. A, half, a great half marathon, like four weeks. Later. And then, and then I was like, "Well, take four weeks out after the half." But then you did. I mean, we you, cycled right into Mountains of Beach training and got COVID and well, yeah. all of that. And like, and so yeah. now we're going to be super strict with keeping everything low aerobic, really trying some different type of sw- adding some swimming, doing some biking, a lot of walking and not, yeah. not necessarily running. Like I know I'm almost thinking, thinking we limit our running to no more than two miles for the next like three weeks. I was, yeah. it's going to be really weird. We're going to be going out for a two mile run and a two mile walk. Well, yeah. Cause I was thinking that, yeah, I never, I'm really bad about taking time off whether I PR or not. I'm a lot of times I'm like back running within five days mm-hmm. and I'm really thinking this time as much as I, and that's my go-to because I love running so much. I'm really thinking about seriously not running for two weeks, mm-hmm. but every like every morning instead of a run, I'll go for like yeah. that long walk. Yeah, we can go for a walk. So like, I mean, maybe we won't make it to two weeks, but I really feel like we need to. That well, for three you know, weeks, we're going to be distance limited to two miles. Yeah, yeah. twenty minute runs. So. Yeah. Because then we can do a 20-minute run and yeah. a 30-minute walk or a 40-minute walk, and that's our right. hour. We're, we'll still, still get all get that low aerobic base. Yeah. And then, you know, Practice and swimming you will be really nice. And and then even the summer, we're, we're not really going to be doing long, long. runs. Mm-hmm. We're going to be working on some speed work, which is a little more intense. And if we want to still get it up to two hours, we just add some walks with uh, with Penny or, and we'll, or we'll go get Julian yeah. and Lila, like... Yeah. You know, we'll take bikes with scratch breaks. <laughs> so we talked about scratch breaks a lot, actually. So scratch <laughs> breaks comes from Lila was what, five, six? Six, maybe. And we would take her with us on our half hour doubles at night sometimes. And she would be on her bike. And we'd be like going pretty slow doing like 30 30s yeah, or something. And she days. would just stop and she'd be like, I got a scratch. I need a scratch break. Yeah. I think, and she just needed, a, yeah, or a sip of water. Like, I think she yeah. just wanted a break. She wanted to stop pedaling. And so it's always, it's, we always talk about scratch breaks. Yeah. You gotta take a scratch but that's break. That's the relevance of them. But that's like, yeah, how kids run and, and bike. They don't want to just go straight through. They want to stop and, yeah, stop and. Go. And then they also want a destination. Like, like yes. just biking for biking is not a thing. And I think for a long time, that's why I liked Starbucks at the end of our runs because I was still kind of thinking like that. Like, oh, yeah. like this run is to get my, and not to earn it calorie wise, no. but just as, as like, like we're going somewhere. somewhere. We're going on a run to get Starbucks. Yeah. And that's a great way to, you know, increase and include something fun into, especially if it was super long runs. And I love that Erin started doing it too, where she would stop and get, um, chips yeah. or something. And we did the, you know, when we do the point to points, like we, at the end we get a big soda and yeah. chips and it's like, it's something to really look forward to. So if you're doing a point to point or if you're just, or even if it's just neighborhood and you stop at the Seven Eleven and get a treat at the end of it, yeah. it just like, it makes it just that much more fun. It's fun. And you know, what's nice too, if you have like a good walkable area, like stopping your run and then actually trying to walk for a mile or a mile and a half can really, really be good, not just for your overall fitness, but for your injury prevention. Because after that run, you then cool down down. those muscles and really stretched them out. And I actually, um, 
that's one of the reasons why I think I was so successful early on with my running yeah. is I walked a mile and a half home after every run with a cup of coffee. So I was getting immediately getting and not just a cup of coffee, but like a latte or something. So right. It's like 300 calories, not like a cup of coffee like with nothing Some like protein and sugar as I'm walking back and I'm getting this relaxed like pace and chatting with my friends and like in kind of enjoying that runner's high for another, you know, half an hour, 30 minutes, yeah. which was so nice. We, so. Yeah. We did that a lot throughout our, like when I started training with you, it was like, yeah. that became such a great part of it to have it like we had three quarters of a mile walk or whatever at the yeah. end of the Starbucks. So fun. It just made it like such a like, yeah. The cool oh, and we were so, so lucky when we ran into Brian after our 21 because we were able to extend that walk with Pim and Penny. Yes. That was so nice. And get to so. 25 miles on the day, which is probably the only way we could have ran a marathon yesterday. Yeah. We did oh, some, yeah. That we, was, if we hadn't done that run, we were we really had considered yeah. all the way up till till pick I could pick up. Yeah. Should we drop to the half? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad that we didn't. I'm like so I'm glad really we glad didn't. that we didn't. But I'm also I'm also excited that like we made it through relatively unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm ready for I'm ready for this next down phase and kind of like relaxed base building and just really yeah. playing and having fun this summer. Yeah. And I loved that we, you know, throughout this whole cycle, goals, time goals were not really on the table. It no. wasn't about that. And it was really about, it was, it was interval goals, and it you know, 60-30 It was coming race, back. 30-30 race. It was all about, yeah, it was, it was coming so. back, but it was also about like, you know, other things that have been time goals. And so, you know, but I think, yeah, the big lesson, the big takeaway is to meet your fitness where you are. Yeah. And that's what we, and we met and like, it was so perfect because we both, you know, we both had strong parts during that race yesterday. And, you know, because we were able to like meet each other where we were and meet ourselves where we were in that moment and never like, you know, didn't feel bad about where we were and didn't like push harder than where we were. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about that as like we're talking about how much fun we have running together and how like now our goals we're just gonna like kind of align to make sure that we all get always get to run together because it's so fun <laughs> and so actually if we ever decide we're gonna go for a goal that the other's not gonna go for or sign up for a race we are still gonna come and we can support so right. that's how we're gonna like build that in so if Naomi gets in really great like PR shape when I'm when you're like, trying to have my baby. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. Then I'll still come and I will be her cheerleader and support throughout the whole race. So then she, I'm still there with her. And the same thing the yeah. next time I like if I get in shape and really want to go for a goal, like she'll come and do that for yeah. me. And then, but. Like, I would rather run 100 marathons with Naomi than go for a goal for myself. Because my, like, I don't, I mean, I don't love not being the cheerleader. Like, that's my favorite part of running is, like, being the the cheerleader and being the supporter. And, yeah, it's, like, giving, you know, giving your energy to someone else. And when it's for somebody else, I can actually perform better. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I think about Richmond. And I, Yeah, our first marathon together. Well, I think about how we were on pace the way that we ran Richmond was so close to the way that I ran Chicago in the 344 that when we slowed down at the end, like I knew you had it. I knew that you had it, this massive PR. Yes. And I still had the energy to go and like had you like, I mean, I think I think about it. I'm like, had you been like still up there with me and I wasn't getting ahead, like I think I might have PR'd at that race too. Yeah. Wow. Like 
be, and it's not because I was in better shape, but it's because my energy builds off of like pacing with somebody else. It like fills me and like gives me more, more than my fitness alone ever gives me. Yeah. And you know, that was the other, um, amazing takeaway was that it, so yeah, with Richmond for sure, I didn't have to look at the clock and because, and we ended up having a 10 minute buffer. Of to get myself for like almost ten, we came in at three fifty. But like yeah. same thing yesterday because I had Liz, it gives it gave me the freedom to. So I turned my watch to clock mode. I didn't have the either the you know the pace because you ha- you can have the option of like your current pace or your mile pace or ma- uh, lap pace yeah. or you have clock or like map or whatever you want to put on. And I thought about taping it, but I didn't. I forgot to do that. Yeah. So I just moved it to clock mode. So I did get the alerts when I hit a mile. It would show me the, the mile and I had no idea what. It, she didn't I know thought, her heart rate. Didn't look at my heart rate. Um, and didn't have the anxiety about being it, in like how fast or slow we were within like if the mile was showing that we were mile, 943 right? versus 845. Those both would have freaked me out like too slow, too fast. And so none of that was occurring. And there were miles where I thought we had, we were like 9.30 or 9.40 and it clicked a 9.02. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And like, <laughs> it was amazing. I actually really like to run with, with the data. The data help, like the data doesn't stress me out. It just is like more input for me. Right. And I really, and I like it. So I like to run on lap screen. That's my favorite. Yes. Every once in a while, I'll like check my actual running pace. Like when we were going downhill yeah. and we were just, we were just cruising and it's 7.30 downhill which on a flat is like a 750. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Right. Like, so I'm using that to just be like, we've got this. This is great. It's part of my control. Yes. And it doesn't stress me out, whereas it stresses her. And out. I so knew this is great. And I knew that you were looking at it. Yeah. So that helped me to know that, like, well, someone's paying attention, so we're not going too slow too fast. But yeah. like, and I love lap screen for workouts, and I love it for other kinds of runs. But I for I do, I do lap screen almost every run. Yeah, I love it for even air easy runs. But for work for um a race, like It'll get in my head because, you know, I'm – because, again, like a lot of people think, too um, – I know we are talking about this with Sarah. You're looking at splits and you're thinking about, you know, um, every mile being, like, the same. Like, if your goal is 909, you're yeah. like, shouldn't they all click off at 908, 909? No. It's there's course base, yes. there's potty stops, there's all kinds of things that are gonna there's happen. Hills, there's, there's hills, there's downhills, which are way faster, and there's uphills, so you have to think about the grade adjusted pace. Yes. And I'm pretty I'm pretty good at that. And then you also have to think about your intervals. And the question we get asked most uh, often about run walk is how fast should I be running and how fast should I be walking? And the answer is after you do your magic mile or you know what paces per mile you should be hitting, it doesn't matter how fast you're running and walking. Walking, you should be using an appropriate interval for you mm-hmm. to hit the average per mile pace. That's where lap screen comes in. And if you're doing, say, 30-30, right? Let's say, you know, your average per mile pace, you're supposed to be, um, you know, a 10-minute mile, and you're doing 30-30, and you're hitting 11s, maybe you should try a different interval or like if whatever pace you're supposed to be doing like that's the pace per mile you're supposed to hit with whatever interval works for you we are finding over and over and Jeff actually like admitted to this as well we are finding shorter intervals are faster yeah even though everybody's like oh but the start and stop the start and stop so when you're very first starting out with run walk a lot of people grab especially if they're transferring from straight runner right a lot of people gravitate to those longer intervals right as you use it feels those, more like what you're used to as you use those longer intervals though you can then start to play with shorter intervals and playing is so much 
fun. Yeah. Making it a game. Yeah. It's like, so great. I still, I, I actually recommend it. So we had the last nine miles of the marathon. I said, oh, well, do we want to do three miles, 15, 30, three miles of 30, 30, and three miles of 45, 30? And it was like, no, let's just stick with 30. 30. I didn't want to like, go down to 15s at that point. She said we could do I the also, opposite. We could do 45. I was like, no, <laughs> no I want to no, get no. faster. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I didn't want to go down to 15s at that time. But I also thought that I wouldn't be able to do 45s. Maybe I wasn't sure how yeah. it would go. But like, you know, again, our, you know, our average on garments, and not the moving time, but the total time, is 9.29. Which is and so great. 9.30 so great. is, like, amazing. And we had an 11.07 in there. Yeah. Again, you every mile is not going to be 9.30. Right. You know, you're going to have a bunch of nines, and, and then an 11.07, and a 10.23. And now, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, and now we probably slowed down a little more. Like, we did mm-hmm. kind of, like, yeah. go a little too fast in the beginning, or in the middle section. But it's much better on to those go too downhills. fast. It's much better to go too fast in that middle section from miles four to twenty or to seventeen than it is to go from one to thirteen. Right. You really like screw yourself up if you go faster at the beginning. Unless now it depends on your experience too. Like if you mm-hmm. have some experience under your belt, you can look at the weather and you can compare what have I done on hot days? What has my training predicted? I do have a sub four of 357 where I intentionally, I didn't know how fast I had gone out, but when I saw I was at 151, I was like, nope, that is way too fast. Right. I need to slow down now. And you can see mile 14 slows down right away. Recovery I mile. have to slow down now in order to finish this strong. Yes. And I think that's exactly what we did yesterday too, is we said, nope. We have to stop now. We can't push through because then we might be walking 14-minute miles later. Yeah. We knew that we wanted to stay consistent throughout the entire race, which we Which did. we did, yes. And, oh, we also tried a brand-new interval. Yes. We did 40-20s, which is just like a 60-30. It's the exact same ratio. But they were great. Yeah. We loved them. They were fun. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I think it was the most consistent, one of the most consistent marathons I've done. And yeah. so that was so great to have that. That just boosted me. So this was number 15. I've also got a 50K, but this was number 15 of a marathon with a medal. Um, and so it was such a boost to like not have a 12 or a 13 at the end. Yeah. Because I'm a, I I'm die last, hard. Like when my heart rate gets to 185, 190, I'm like... I'm, you know, I am okay. suffering, and, this and we is did what's not. really cool. So we did at 23 was 10.13, 24 was 10.23, 25, 9.54, so, and then 26, 9.57, and then finishing in 9.19. So while, yes, we had some 10s in there that were a little slower, like a 10.23 and a 10.13 are the same. And with 30 And a 9.54 and a 9.57 are, are the same. same. And like, and both of the, all of those with 30.30s is not something that I was doing in training even no, six months we or a year ago. like nine, 11.30s. 11.30s. So, yeah, so like a year ago when I was really fit for New York and running all my, my eight-minute mile um, and, repeats, and to be honest, I was running 11.30. That didn't feel hard. Nope. That didn't feel hard didn't. either, except for the fact that we had gone so far. Right. So I even said, so I was like, oh my gosh, it didn't feel hard. it's the oldest. Yeah. Like, we're back. We're, we're there back. somewhere. We can do this. Yeah, so like high so nines with 30.30s is amazing. 
I mean, I really think that if we were to do another marathon training cycle, we would be looking at 350, 345. Yep. I, it's exactly what cycle. I said when I, like, I was thinking about how, No, you know, I don't know. I think I, I can cut 20 minutes off of this. I don't think that I want to do a fall right, cycle. Right now. I mean. I know. We're going to have to see what happens with my fertility journey. But yeah. Like, and I got to let my planter heal. Yeah. Like, there's Oh, you're not allowed to, to even start a, start a marathon cycle until your yeah. planter is gone. Yeah. So it's, so yeah. But I think the next time we do a cycle, yeah. we, we're going to just have that, this knowledge and this base in us. And that's the thing. It's well, cumulative. It's nice it's still to know. Be there. It's nice to know that I can come from literal no, no, no training. Fitness. No running fitness. I was dying on four mile runs. Like you guys don't a even year understand. Ago. I yeah. have, well, it's six months. Six ago. months ago. Six months ago. Yeah. I was like in five months. I have been able to get to this point where I think. And Ash said it yesterday. She says it comes back. It comes back fast. Comes back so, fast. Don't stress exciting. about it. And like it, it really does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's so exciting, and um, you know, now it's time for some new goals and some new fun. And um, oh, I wanted to bring up though because we love running together, and I was starting this, and then we did something else. We like whenever uh, <laughs> off topic. Um, both Aaron and Sarah have talked about like I really need a person to run with, and it can be really, it, it definitely is so much more fun to run with a friend. And the way that you find a running buddy is there are clubs out there and everything, but. I think that one of the best ways to find somebody is get involved with the free running clubs in your town that are really popular. Don't like, and make sure the one that you join, they don't have to be pay to play clubs. Like find out, like put a message board, like join Facebook groups and find out where people are running and who people and try a bunch out. Um, like for us, I tried out Rest and Runners and then I joined Moms Run This Town, even though I'm I'm not a mom yet and wasn't even close at the time. It's mom slash she and, runs this town. It's open to all women. Was, and that's free. And Rest and Runners is $25 a year. So find, like reach out to your running store, see if they have a group. And then when you're the sole run walker, like just start to recruit people to run walk. And the best thing about it is you can, even if you have goals to get faster, you can recruit a group of slower runners to train with. It will not hurt you to train slower for your long runs and then do your weekday runs a little faster. So you can find different people to run with until you find that person that matches up. For a long time, I trained with people who were slower than me. And what I would do is I would say I was going to meet them for a four-mile run, which would be closer to an hour, like 55 minutes. I would run three miles to them at my pace, and then I would do the slow miles with them. And so there's all these ways to like get that speed in in yeah. order for you to still improve and run with anyone. So don't ever think like they're too slow for me to run with and don't ever think I'm holding them back. Yeah. But if they are concerned about like I need to go a little faster today or whatever, if that's every once in a while it's fine. Everybody has their own training to do. But if it's a if it's a long run, just a long run, you can send them to us and we'll explain the benefits of low aerobic base for them as mm-hmm. a faster runner and we can really help them. Um help them understand that they should be running with you (laughs) yeah and so yeah and I would do that a lot even yeah um you know run run the group run would be like a four mile you know loop and then I would go do my faster miles after when when before we started training together and so there's ways to to make it you know work if you can find find some kind of group in your area and 
you know, but hopefully find. be aware of the pay-to-play running groups. And even the pay-to-play ones, you should, if they're a group that you want to join, they should be inclusive and let you join their events before their registration opens. And if they don't, if they're only like four registered runners, then you, it might not be one that you want to you want to join. So make sure that you are, um, you know, because some of the running groups can be really expensive, especially yeah. ones that are involved with brands. Not that they're, it's bad. Like I've right. met a lot of great friends through some of the branded running groups, but you just have to like inclusive groups are always better. And then another program, um, some of the charities have really great oh, um, training programs, but you have to make sure that they actually have a meetup because it can be difficult when they don't. The other, right, a physical in person. The other good one is um, stores. Yeah. So ours, like PR, and they have, you know, and there is, is a group, but Roadrunners have them a lot of times. Yeah. Um, the Lululemon store has a meetup for a run. Like, so there's, and then there's Galloway fun. training programs in a lot of yes. cities. And if there's not a Galloway training program in your city, um, there, you, there's going to be a new virtual coaching option through the app. Um, you can also like just recruit people you can, to start running because I, everybody yeah. can run during Galloway. So just get that friend That's of yours that you want them start to run. Start your own group. Yep. But like if you want to be a runner and you have a friend, like yeah. if you need friends, maybe you got to go find a runner friend. Right. If you already have a friend, you can just turn them into a runner. Yeah. That's, how I, that's what I did to Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> just come for what I did to Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and Aaron got you into yeah. running. Like, uh, well, well, we did it together. We did so, it together. Yeah. But it was the, like, yeah. um, should we go to the gym my or should mom. we go for a run? My mom got Your us mom into got you running. into running. Yeah. And I got my so mom into running now. So, yeah, like, you know, turn, you can convert someone to a And runner. your mom did her first 5K. Yes. Pushing this, a stroller. Yes. This weekend, she did her first 5K, pushing a stroller, wearing a sparkle skirt. So, Yay. everything new on race day. Yeah, and everything was, new on race day. That's the other thing that, you know, we keep saying and we said this weekend. And we, you know. It was so fun. We were, it was so fun to, you know, to do new things and to do, and then to, and then to have this, for me, it was such a big deal to have this race again, but do it together. And I still, it's funny because I had a hard time the last time I, yeah. I, I it was a, it was emotional for me last time. And so maybe some people will be like, I never want to do that race again because I had some just, it was just hard. I didn't hit my goal. I didn't run with Liz. I didn't yeah. this, that, the other. And I wanted to come back and do it again because it was great. But I also was so glad that this time we would come back and do it together. And it was so And fun. it was so yeah. great. So yeah. it was and redemption like, of but we, being we've together. But we've now learned, we've now learned that it's yeah. stupid for us to say, no, you go on and have your race day because it neither depends. one of us has, but neither one of us has fun when that happens. Right. right? But I did like, I'm was still so glad that you got your BQ that day. Yeah. Like, because that yeah. would have been, that would have been hard if like you dropped off to and not got your BQ to but stay I with me. But I still had fun. But I, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, but in, but in most of the time it's just, we're learning that again with experience, we're learning that like, it's just more fun to run together. But I think about like, okay, I think about when we ran the rest and half and I fell, I was having a bad day I and then I fell and you went off ahead and, PR'd. and like, you, you PR'd and you, and we were at different age groups that time too. And so we <laughs> both got right. the same place in our age group. But I was like, really, I was a little disappointed and like yeah. you were happy, so you weren't able to really enjoy your happiness because I was a little disappointed. It's hard. And the same sort of thing amounts to beach. Like, sure, I'd be cued, but like I was so sad for how you felt. Yeah. Like, even though you did so well, it was hard to convince you of that. Right. So then like it it like just isn't as much fun. It's just more fun to just be together and like just plan the next thing yes. than it is to like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's just something we've like learned with time now that we're, you know, 
like, you know, like taking strict time goals off the, like, that's not our number one anymore. So there's, you know, there may still be time goals. There may be still be, you know, it's not just all easy running, but, but the time goal isn't the main goal. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's not about the time you get. It's about the time you have. That's right. It's going to be another shirt we're going to make. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and we will see you on Wednesday for another episode. So this is a little bonus. Episode 26, all about our (laughs) 26.2. Yay. Thanks for listening. Um, Yeah. Bye. Have a great one. We'll see you. Bye.